When I whet my flashing sword and my hand takes hold on judgment, I will take vengeance upon mine enemies and I will repay those who hate me. O Lord, raise me to thy right hand and count me among thy saints. You are listening to Alpha Male Buddhist from Brooklyn podcast. Expand your mind and keep it love. This is episode 152, and I'm your host, Miguel. As I mentioned in my last episode, I have a new logo, as you could see, and I have merch associated with that new logo. So I have t-shirts, baseball caps, magnets, stickers, coffee cups. I got the whole thing. Did it myself. So, and it it came out pretty good. So here's how it's going to work. You can go to my website and check out the merch, t-shirts and such. And uh, for me, it's going to be easier right now just for mailing purposes. And this is going to be free, no charge to you. All I need is a mailing address and I will ship you out a t-shirt. Or possibly a baseball cap if I can fit it in the same little bag for free. What you need to do is go online and give me a five-star review. Not a four-star review, not a three-star review. A five-star review. And send me an email to alphamalebuddhist at gmail.com. Email me the link so I can click it and see your five five stars and the review. And, uh, you know, include in that email where you want me to ship the t-shirt to, whether your job or P.O. Box, whatever. And I will ship you out for free a t-shirt. And that's value for value. So go online and my website is alphamalebuddhist.podbean.com. There's going to be a link on the homepage for the merch. Go check it out. And yeah, so do that. And uh, again, value for value. Let's get into the show. To live is to suffer. To survive is to find some meaning in the suffering. That's a quote from philosopher Frederick Nietzsche. Originally, I was going to do this episode. I actually recorded it like three times because one time I made a slip. Second time, my uh, dog kind of stepped on the microphone connection and then the third attempt was good i did i recorded a breakdown of godfather part two it was about an hour long but looking at the circumstances situation that we're in right now situational awareness i kind of canned that up for a future episode that i'll drop at some point and i'm going with this episode and this is going to be this episode is going to be about reality and how we perceive our reality Are you living a life that only seeks to gratify your senses? Or are you seeking to live a life of purpose, meaning, and fulfillment? I just ran a search on Amazon.com and I could not find either purpose or or meaning for sale at Amazon.com. All I could find was synthetic, digital facsimiles of fulfillment, which glittered and shimmered in the sun like a cheap fishing lure seeking to brainwash me into biting down hard on this synthetic lure that was all shimmery and shiny in order to get me ensnared and pulled into the cycle of endless consumption, debt, and suffering. It was so shiny and glittering, but I realized that this was just me living to gratify my senses, so I just kind of uh, switched it over and I started listening to some... uh, some philosophy on YouTube. This is a message to my people. And when I say my people, 
I mean those who have wiped the dog shit out of their ears and removed the Louis Vuitton Gucci goggles with fake diamonds on it from their eyes so they can see 2020 in 2020. Do you even know why you do what you do sometimes? Why do you make the choices that you make? Or is somebody making these choices for you without you even realizing it? But you might say, yo, shit, my shit is matching. My sneakers match my baseball cap. My baseball cap matches my belt. You know, my shit is fly. And you know, this is, you know, what I'm being instructed to do. Like George Soros and Nancy Pelosi, Kanye West, Louis Vuitton, Ralph Lauren. You know, I got to keep sending them my money so I could keep them rich and I could just get a little bit poorer. You know, like I said, these are my gods. So I'm going to ask you again, who are your gods, my brother? Is it Nana Buluku? Obatala, Oba, the goddess of the rivers, supreme mathematics, your ancestors from your god and earth tribes, or is it Atabe, the supreme Taino Puerto Rican goddess? You know, the one you hear when you listen to that Wabango Afro Cuban conga beat. Or maybe you've even integrated with the truths of Yeshua or Jesus. So my man responds back to me, Nah man, that shit is whack. Yo, and Jesus didn't even match. My man said, my gods are George Soros. Anthony Fauci, who can't even throw a baseball to home plate. Giorgio Armani. You know them rich cats. Like I said, I gotta send them my money so they can get a little richer and I could just get a little more poor. That's the move. But yo, I'ma hop on Amazon and see if I could buy some of that fulfillment purpose thing you're talking about. We all need to start validating the information that we allow to get inside of our thought processes and accept into our thinking. There's a lot of lies out here that are being spread, a lot of mind control, and people are just looking in one direction when they're getting sniped from the other direction, if you know what I mean. So we gotta play, pay really, really close attention everything that's taking place right now because they do not have our best interests in mind and yeah man we gotta really really focus on what's in front of us situational awareness you know the deal so the best way for you to evaluate information being presented to you is making a real true evaluation of the level of truth that's within what they're saying and the way you can make the evaluation of truth is don't listen to their words and rhetoric but look at the results of what's actually taking place, the actions, the decisions, the choices that these people make and the result of those choices. So if you're in the same cycle, suffering, your children are suffering, your ancestors suffers, and so are you, where you're working either for minimum wage or living a life of crime and something that's really unfulfilling and not honoring our people, our ancestry, you know, not honoring to, to our God then you have to take a close look at what that is and see what kind of adjustments you can make because a wise man once said uh, insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result it's like if you got a woman and she says to you oh honey I love you oh I love you blah 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 and this and that and you're everything to me but her actions and her choices 
do not match the words coming out of her mouth. Like the Dominicans say, the boca afuera, from your mouth outside. Meaning the words are just sounds coming out of your mouth, but you, they're not coming from your heart. That's what's taking place right now. In other words, people are just popping shit and manipulating us, and we have to go for a res results-oriented approach to break that cycle of poverty and suffering f with our people. And when I say our people, all people, black, white, Asian, Mexican, just everybody, the, the planet is suffering right now. The whole planet is on shutdown. Again, this is not a downer, but this is actually looking at the problem. And as I always say, the solution is built within the problem. If you look at a locked cylinder, the actual image on the form of the key is recessed and designed into the lock itself. So the problem actually contains the solution. Think on that shit a minute. The very image of the solution is within the problem. Meaning we have to empower ourselves, make our own choices, make our own decisions. We have to work together. We have to support our own community instead of spending it on useless shiny trinkets. You know, on Amazon and these different websites and going to these, you know, uh, foot locker and spending, you know, $200 on a pair of Jordan XYZ sneakers that you could get, get the same, I bought some Filas from Foot Locker for $35 and them shits are fly as hell. I like them so much I bought like six pair the same one for $29. I'll do that shit all day. And a few people have commented, hey, those sneakers look good. Where'd you get them? And I, I just laugh, you know, but that's, that's really the approach because the $170 that I saved on them sneakers, I went and uh, bought a computer book and some other things to benefit myself, you know. I think I'm trying to learn some of that Java uh, programming language. Those guys are making like $200 an hour. Sitting on a laptop computer at home, like at 3 in the morning, just sipping coffee or ginger ale or whatever. Coding, coding is a really good direction to go if you can get your mind in that direction, especially if you're young and your mind is flexible. Something to look into. A any type of computer coding, or Excel, Microsoft, uh, Access, SQL, database administration stuff like that and it's really not as hard as it seems it's just hard in the beginning till you crack that little code and and then you start getting momentum and then then it becomes fun it becomes like a video game except this video game you get paid some people on a video game want to get the power to 100 mega i just want to be able to relate two tables and validate my input so this is to the mainstream media and the people in power our politicians and the elite quote-unquote elite of this country. Don't tell me you care for me and my community while you're building privatized national prisons. And then have the music set up so that it pushes and motivates young people into a life of violence, murder, drugs, and demoralization in order to, once this young individual is caught selling drugs or committing murder or whatever thing that they've been motivated to do, now they get placed in your privatized prisons which are traded on the stock market profit don't tell me you care for me while you send our young men over to countries we've never been before to fight people that we don't even know that have nothing to do with us to kill them then they come back to this country wars of conquest they come back to this country guilt-ridden maybe they've killed people and done some atrocities over there now they have to live with that within themselves even though their country pushed them to do it and now you know they go to the VA or to their doctor who puts them on some psychotropic medications which fucks him up even more. And the poor guy scratching his head saying, well, you know, I'm, I was just following instructions. I was following orders. But yet, you know, my country, my country loves me. And all these politicians smiling, kneeling in the White House with that African uh, 
hank what is that the handkerchief thing around the neck or whatever they're just the biggest hypocrites look look at their actions and what they actually do not what they say now's the time where we just cannot sit at home waiting for a, a paycheck or for the government to send us dole out some you know pittances to us to keep us quiet and subverted and docile you know you could take that check and cash it but at the same time with that same check either buy a book or get yourself a little laptop at home and go on youtube maybe you can learn how to do some silkscreen t-shirts and sell some merch on instagram which instagram is free you know and then i call it the university of youtube because you could learn how to weld you can learn anything on youtube and find out what you're good at are you good with your hands are you good at talking if you're good at talking then you know become a salesman there's actually videos on youtube on how to become a salesman i'm a salesman myself part of my job so i know it well and i've checked out some of the videos and i've learned a couple of things on youtube from watching these guys so you have to understand that your decisions are being made for you you are in a position and a paradigm where you're being controlled and you don't even realize it you're probably aware of about five percent of what you actually do because your ego and your subconscious and the programming put into your head since you were born uh, by this school system is just running a script in your brain and you're just following it without even realizing it that's why you find yourself unfulfilled that's why you're living a life of, of zero substance not all of you but i'm saying people that are really in a position where they're suffering and you know and most people fall in between somewhere even i myself you know there's no perfect person but we are falling to some degree in the middle there where you know, we're scratching our heads wondering, you know, why, why, what is going on in my life? And, you know, because like I always say, the greatest thing that you want to be aware of is you don't want to be 70 years old, you know, flipping through old family pictures or whatever. If people still have physical pictures these days, you don't want to reach 70 and say, what have I done with my life? You know, somebody else ran my life. I was just running somebody else's script, 20 go to 10, you know, uh, basic uh, language, if you know what that is got to take a deep look into this man you got to read the right uh, books and, and listen to the right audio listen to the right philosophers you have to align yourself with you know the supreme with the positive and it's not easy man because that first step you know it's so hard you have influence from from friends that are in this negative energy space where they just want like i said and when i use the word matching i use it as an idiom because people they're much more concerned with the way they dress sneakers that they have and when i say people everybody it's the whole culture right now look at the average kid and i, I must sound like a boomer right now oh these kids today but it's a fact you know sometimes you can learn something from an old man i can remember being 14 15 years old specifically talking to old bums literally like some old bums and stuff and they will give me some like some supreme fucking knowledge man of life and the way shit goes down and i would just walk away and it would take me like a couple of days to process what this guy just said to me you know so it's really really something to think about man don't don't let your ego and that script they put in your brain run your life for you what's taking place right now it's called rhetoric and you can you can look it up it's an actual skill there's actually i think it's called the tri trivium i think it's called in one of there's three elements to the trivium that being tri triv being three and one of them is rhetoric which is the ability to utilize words to lead somebody into a conclusion whether that conclusion be true or false but it's called rhetoric that's what politicians do all day
And like I said, college is not the answer. I've, I've hit you with some negatives, you know, not negative, but some of the reality that happens to be negative in, in the paradigm that we're living right now. But I want to try to hit you off with some solutions also. Invest in your community. Instead of, not everybody's meant to, to go to college. You know, some guy, some guy might have a talent where he's good with people. Maybe he could open up a little pizza shop or work at a pizza shop. And then learn how to open up his own pizza shop at some point, you know. We'll get get together with his with his boy who's working across the table from him at the pizza shop, and collectively save up your, your quarters and dimes and dollars and tips, and open up your own little pizza shop. And a lot of people do cottage industries where they work from home, like I said, making uh, silkscreen T-shirts and vinyl application, you know, with those vinyl cutters. So many things that you can do today, you know, that you can kind of take that first step going in, in the direction that you need to go because some people they seem to be in a position of hopelessness that's why they're lashing out to other people because some some heavy shit they're, they're running on us right now man and you got to be supremely aware of this man you got to like i said read the right things listen to the right speakers make the right evaluations value judgments it's not easy man but you got to take that first step you got to think of your children and and your tribe you know first and foremost so you know, getting them $300 sneakers is not going to help anybody except for Nike. You got to stay strong. You got to persevere. You got to build up that toolbox. And it's like they said, you get knocked down nine times and you get up 10. That's what's up. And it's funny. Uh, today is July 30th. So, yes, uh, today is Thursday. So, Wednesday, July 29th. I was at YouTube. I was looking at uh, this live thing from CNBC where... And it was a congressional trial. I thought it was fake. But I guess that shit was real. And they had the head of Apple. I forget the guy's name. They had Jeff Bezos. They had Mark Zuckerberg. And they also had um, and Google Zandar Pichai. These guys basically run the world today. But I don't know how true this is. Like what their intent was. Are they really going to go after these guys for antitrust laws? I don't know what their plans are. But... It, it seemed real enough to me. Like I said, I'm not going to listen to what they're saying in their rhetoric. I want to see if they actually break up these big corporations so that people can get, you know, a break. They were talking about on Amazon how they have literal slaves. I guess they're Muslim slaves in China making products that are being sold on Amazon. And they actually asked uh, these these four, I'm not going to call them gentlemen, these four demons asked him, you know, are you going to make a resolution and promise not to have sell products that are made by slave labor? Blah, 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 blah. And they were like, yes, you know, we make a total commitment. And it's such, such bullshit. Reading their faces. I recommend if you watch this stuff, just turn the sound down and watch their faces the way they speak. And it kind of tells you a lot more than their words do. See how full of shit they are. Again, I don't want to turn this into a negative. I want to turn this into a positive. But the only way you can move into a positive direction is recognizing what the fake and the unreal and where the entrapment comes and that shiny glittery bait recognize what that is and just walk 180 degrees away from that so that's what i'm trying to put out in front of you L look and pay attention man because this is all straight up shit i i haven't heard anybody talk about this this congressional hearing so it was kind of weird it just kind of popped up on youtube cnbc but I googled it and I see it on there, so it's real. So, yeah, I've been rambling now for like 17 minutes. I want this to ultimately be a positive. Kind of li listen to what I'm saying here. 
and make an evaluation on yourself as far as, you know, where do you fit into the things that I'm saying here? Where do you fit into the things you're saying yourself, right? And support one another and start paying attention and spread the word of, of the truth that we need to love one another and love our community and build, not tear down, you know, in the name of Jesus. You know, you have to have some kind of anchor, whoever it is, man, if it's Muhammad, if it's Buddha or whatever. And like I said, Buddha is not a, a religion, it's a philosophy, but there's really good teachings in that Four Noble Truths on the Eightfold Path, something you want to look into. So I'm going to leave it at that. I want you to go on my website, uh, alphamalebuddhist.podbean.com. Email me, look at the merch, see what you like, send me an email with a link to the to the five-star review with the good comments, and I will send you out a free t-shirt or baseball cap. My email is alphamalebuddhist at gmail.com. So I'm going to play a little clip right now after this, and I apologize for the quality of the clip. It's it's kind of fades in and out. I use some compression and normalization and audacity to try to improve it, but... You're going to hear some people speaking on that, and a couple of people that you're going to hear, uh, one one dude, one cat is Gilly the King, or some people call him Gilly the Kid, from Philly. He's he's big, big uh, medicine out in Philly, man. He's a big, big celebrity out there, social media. I believe he's a boxer, a rapper, and just a public figure, like a major influencer. He's got like almost 2 million followers. Gilly the Kid is, is pretty cool, man. It's pretty funny, actually. Him and his partner, they put up uh, Instagram videos. You're also going to hear Malcolm X. You could hardly hear it, but he's talking about liberals and how you can't trust them. Uh, you're going to hear Lord Jamal, who was from that rap group. I'm trying to... The, the Brand Nubians. Okay, Lord Jamal. He's a 5 percenter. Terry Crews, who's that uh, actor in the All Spice commercials. Big star. He was also in... I forget the name of that. Idiocracy movie. He was the big muscular dude. And Candace Owens, who she's really growing on me, man. She's a super smart, intelligent person. And if she ran for president, I would definitely vote for, for her, right? Be aware of Joe Biden because the guy speaks in word salads. And I think he's looking for his uh, his brains because I think they got splattered all over the last podium that he stood at. Guy's a fucking idiot. But anyway, I don't want to leave on a bad note. I want to leave on a positive note. So, you know, let's just... Uh, yeah, expand your mind and keep it love. And we're going to get into this clip right now. It's about 12 minutes. Namaste. Black lives is going to matter when it matter to black people. Chicago. Gun violence in the city is spiraling out of control. And the majority of victims, young, black, something to me about white supremacy i'm thinking about gangs why are we killing each other right because we come on now to me it's no different kkk kill black people gangs kill black people and abortion kill black babies we're not gonna never be the majority if we keep aborting our kids we don't want to talk about that 
We don't want to talk about the systemic racism that lies up under Planned Parenthood and Margaret Sanger and how she said black people need to be exterminated like weeds. And the best way to get rid of a nigga is to kill him before they born. And the video is chilling. Boom, boom, boom. You understand? It looks as terrifying as it sounded. A young man opening fire in a crowded playground. People running for their lives. Leticia Harper was nearby with a five-year-old she is the nanny for. And I run to the apartment with the kid. To the bill. 27 motherfuckers just got shot this weekend in Philadelphia. A little boy got hit in his head. He was four years old. Why we ain't protesting for that? Black person killed them. Hmm? 104 motherfuckers got shot in Chicago. Fourth of July weekend. You don't hear nobody speaking up on that shit. Hello to you, Lauren. You know, this is the second weekend in a row we've had to tell you about multiple children being killed by gunfire in Chicago. A total of 16 people killed this weekend. Three of them were children. Grand total of 63 people shot this weekend. And now a group of Chicago business owners are putting up a big pot of money to ensure that those shooters of these babies are caught. The youngest victim killed this weekend was 20-month-old Sincere Gaston. He was shot the chest while riding in his car seat near 60th and Halsted Saturday. July 4th weekend, two children were killed by gunfire, and those children now among 14 people killed this weekend. A total of 77 people shot. Tragically, this now makes nine children killed in the city of Chicago over the past three weekends. That's since Father's Day weekend. These are kids, man. I'm 50 years old. Man, these are, these are kids, man. They should have been stopped this a long time ago. It's starting to get, excuse me, but it's getting to a point. You know where, you know it's getting. I'm, I'm so sorry. Just on each other calls. They behind each other houses. The car passed by. We went the whole car. Boom, boom, bang, bang. Kill everybody in the car. Didn't catch your homeboy. He ran out the car. Then he ran him down, stood over him. Hit him about 20 times in the face. We kill each other. As soon as a white boy killed one of us, everybody had to go to Hooping and Holland. I'm not no Black Lives Matter supporter. Like You're that. not? No, absolutely. Why not? Because it's not our movement. This is a movement that was given to us by, you know, 
George Soros and his fucking boys. I'm uploading Black Lives because I want them off my page. Get away from me. Get, get gone. If you with the Black Lives Matter, get away from me. Oh, George Soros. You ain't manipulate me. Get that junk away from me. Get off my page. My family structure is so vital and important to me. Not only the one I grew up in, but the one I'm trying to create right now. Being a father and a husband, that's my mission in life right now. How do I reconcile that, what I just told you, with this mission statement that says, quote, we dismantle the patriarchal practice. We disrupt the Western prescribed nuclear family structure requirement. So when I see that, or as a mission statement for Black Lives Matter, it makes me scratch my head. Criticism is helpful. Um, but I also think that it might. Um, I think of a lot of things. The first thing I think is that we actually do have an ideological frame. Um, myself and Alicia, in particular, are trained organizers. Um, we uh, are trained Marxists. Um, all right, no one from the valley here. Um, we're just right over the hill, and I went to a high school that was a social justice had a social justice program. Yes, that exists. And in that high school, I learned, I didn't have to learn about it, but I got language for racism and sexism and homophobia and patriarchy, and it changed my life. We're waking up this morning to devastation in Minneapolis. Peaceful protests transitioning into violence and looting. One man is dead and another is in custody after a shooting near the demonstrations. Some buildings up in flames, others seriously damaged. Black America, we have gatekeepers. We have people who have decided that who is going to be black and who's not. And I, simply because I have a mixed race wife, have been discounted from the conversation a lot of times by very, very militant uh, uh, movements, black power movement. I've been called all kinds of things, like an Uncle Tom, simply because I'm successful. People have different views. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny, because when you're white, you can be Republican, Libertarian, Democrat. You can be anything, but if you're black, you have to be one thing. Even Joe Biden said, hey man, you don't vote for me, you ain't even black. Right now, our vote means a lot, but new births of black Americans have stagnated. The population growth within black America has stagnated. So the things that I pay attention to are the numbers. I pay attention to the birth rates in this country, which is why I'm, I'm pro putting something down to stop illegal immigration. The second thing that I think is really important, and you may have heard me testify in front of Congress, is the illiteracy rates that are facing black America. 75% of black boys in California can't pass a reading exam. Across Baltimore, they looked at five schools. They couldn't find a single black boy that was a little, that was a, a single black child that could pass a basic reading or a math exam. So people, I caught a lot of slack because I, I said this is the Democrat plantation, but I meant what I said. If you look historically at what the plantations were when we were slaves, there were three things that were necessary for them to run. The first was our ignorance. Black Americans were not allowed to learn how to read unless we have our limbs chopped off. And that was because an educated mind cannot be enslaved. So the fact that our education, that our schools are in this condition in the inner cities all throughout America and not a single person is talking about it is problematic to me. I think that that's a huge negotiating tool for me. We need to be talking about the inner city schools. Another component, and this is the biggest issue that I think is facing Black America today, which was important to uh, maintaining the plantations, was the breakdown of family. The biggest issue facing Black America is father absence. We have children that are growing up without their fathers in the home, and that is being incentivized by the government right now via the welfare system. 
the government says we'll give you more money if you don't marry the father of your children, you are incentivizing bad behavior in our community.